right, guys, welcome. And I have some great news before we start this episode off. The Motherfoots are moving. The Motherfoots are moving. Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and... I'm Mike Russo, and you don't say potato backwards, you say potato backwards. <laughs> oh, Mike, man. Uh, hey, before we get into this episode, uh, Night of the Living Spud, uh, let's talk a little bit about Disney Plus first, man. Yeah, let's do that. I think it's a good opportunity to talk about that. Okay. Yeah, we, we won't talk about it too long because we know the people want to hear about the episode, so let's kind of, you know, just briefly talk about what's going on with Disney Plus. Um, I know when it originally was announced, I didn't have any interest in it because I already had Netflix, ESPN Plus, and I was like, man, I'm not about to keep paying for stuff. But as it's progressed, I've been getting more and more excited, and now it's a given. I'm going to get it. How about you? Yeah, we're a Disney family. We have every Disney movie on DVD and Blu-ray. You know, we watch the new DuckTales. We watch Big Hero 6. We're getting it. It was no, there was not even a question um, it means we're probably going to drop Netflix, but because um, we watch Hulu more often than we watch Netflix. So luckily that's coming with a bundle. So we make out that way. We have to dump one streaming service. It's not a big deal. Okay. Um, are you excited about any of the original shows that they're bringing with it that's going to be included? Um, I guess it depends on exactly what they are and how good they are. I'm not, I don't really follow a lot of the Marvel and star Wars stuff outside of the movies themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be hit or miss with me. How about you? Yeah. Um, I, I do follow star Wars, so I am excited about the Mandalorian and that they're bringing the clone wars back. Right. Um, Marvel. I'm not a big fan of their shows. I know a lot of people are, uh, but you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot, you know, see, see how it goes. And if I get into it, you know, I'll keep watching. Right. This yeah. Disney Plus for us is going to be a good excuse to not have to put a DVD or a Blu-ray in. If you want yeah. to watch a movie, we just find it there. Okay, have you, have you heard of like uh, any chance of the Disney Afternoon going to be on there? Two shows I know are definitely going to be on there are the original DuckTales and Goof Troop, which mm -hmm. is really not much of a surprise. If I was going to pick any two shows, I probably would have picked those two to start with considering the legacy characters on those shows. Um, also, the new DuckTales will be on there, too, of course. Um, I've heard a rumor that mm -hmm. it's possible that Darkwing might be a show that may end up there eventually. Uh, my wife pointed me to an article from D23 where somebody was asked which what shows were going to be on Disney+, Plus and if any Disney Afternoon shows would be up mm -hmm. there and the person who was asked did say darkwing duck hey but, <laughs> not but, confirmed but hey but that's obviously something. <laughs> not confirmed officially but if it shows up i'll be happy i'm sure you will be too oh yeah man i, I hope they're in hd also man i would go crazy yeah i i think goof troop definitely will mm -hmm. uh, a few a few weeks ago i mentioned that they did master that show in hd so i think uh goof troop will be and if Rescue Rangers shows up, it will be too. Who knows? The, the original DuckTales might be as well. I have no idea. Yeah, I, th I think this is going to be a great service, man. You know, you, you include Star Wars. You got all the Marvel stuff. And now they got Fox. I saw all the episodes of The Simpsons were going to be on there. Uh, 
I, I used to love The Simpsons. I followed it for, you know, quite a, a few years. But, you know, as I got older, more things happened. I kind of lost track. So I think it would be good for me to give it a shot to try to get back into it, you know? Yeah, I was a day one Simpsons fan. I have the DVDs up to season 12. I don't watch it anymore. I think in the last 20 years hasn't been that great. But if um, the entire show is up on Disney+, Plus and they don't mess around with the screen format and it's not edited or anything like that, Mm -hmm. I'll watch the first eight seasons. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> uh, and what's the price of Disney Plus starting off? Just Disney Plus, not the bundle one. Uh, six ninety nine a month. Which, $6.99? That's not know, bad. You know it's just to get you in the door. You know those prices are going to go up. Now, the bundle is what really got me excited. Because uh, I don't have Hulu, but my cousin does. And she talks about it all the time. And to have Hulu... Disney Plus and ESPN Plus, which I already have ESPN Plus for, right. I believe it's twelve ninety nine. That is a stiller deal, man. Yeah, I mean, we'll end up with ESPN, but we won't. We probably won't watch it. But just to get Hulu and Disney Plus together is just good enough for us. So the thirteen a month, that's great. Mm -hmm. And if you're a sports guy like me, uh, ESPN Plus is great. You get to watch some of the FIBA basketball tournaments that are going on that's not aired on ESPN. You get to watch a lot of the UFC fights, a lot of the ESPN boxing. Uh, they have some of their own original shows, and you get the, all the 30 for 30 libraries. So if you love those 30 for 30 documentaries, they're all there. They're missing a few of the short film ones, but, man, it's a great thing if you're a sports guy. If you're really into sports, ESPN Plus is a steal for – especially, I think, right now it's like $4.99 a month. So – yeah, and if you're a Disney person, obviously everything that's been listed so far, it's just the introductory stuff. There are, I'm sure there'll be a lot more eventually on that on that service. I mean, mm -hmm. just because you don't see it now doesn't mean it isn't coming. Except <laughs> except for Song of the South, which you know is never going to be <laughs> at yeah, least ever again. Or um, or the original version of Fantasia with um Sunflower, that's not happening either. Yeah, people have to stop asking for that stuff because that stuff is <laughs> never coming back. And, and for the record, an edited version of Dumbo is not going to be on Disney+. Plus. That doesn't even make sense. Have you heard about that? <laughs> uh, about, talking about with the Jim Crow on there? The, they the want to cut the crows out of the... People are saying they want to cut the crows out of the movie entirely. That doesn't even make sense. I can't believe people believe that. Yeah, I, I wonder if they're going to do something with Peter Pan with the, the Redskin song. Uh, what makes the red man red? Yeah, oh, that's so awkward, but I can't imagine the movie without it. Yeah. All right, man. Well, let's get back to Darkwing, man. We talked enough about Disney Plus. Um, yeah. Today, what's today's episode? Night of the Living Spud. The motherfoots are moving. The motherfoots are moving. <laughs> I love that part on the episode, man. Yeah, and um, not to get too ahead of ourselves, this is the first um, episode in syndication, actually the first one entirely, by air date, where we even see the Metalfoots. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they mention them before you see them, to me, when I first saw this, I'm like, who? <laughs> <laughs> who? Metalfoots are moving? Who, who are they? But then we see them right away, because I was just for like those five seconds there, I was like, who and why is this exciting? <laughs> anyway. Well, yeah, yeah, let's let's get back to the beginning of the episode. The episode starts off with three kids by a campfire. Well, uh, let's, let's well let's back up a little bit. Okay. Um, because we have to get the, um, some you know some uh, some homework out of the way here. This episode aired uh, Wednesday, September eleventh, nineteen ninety one. So right smack in the middle of the first week of shows, 
uh, very interesting compared to the other shows we just talked about and the ones we're going to talk about next. This was actually a, a later episode. This is 37th in production order, which ex- probably explains why it's so good. Mm-hmm. Like, I think this one's one of the better ones. What do you think? Oh, yeah, I really like this one. Um, I don't want to get too much away right now because uh, I, I really like the villains and I love the cameos. The cameos right. really kept it exciting for me. Yeah, I think it's a very strong episode. And because it's definitely a later one, the characters seem much more fleshed out, especially Goslin. I think it's just a very strong episode and it's one of the best of their horror parodies. Mm-hmm. For sure. They, they only did a few of them, like um, Fungus Among Us and uh, definitely the, uh, the Paddywhack episode. But this is a really good one, too, as far as their horror parodies go. This one, the story editor in this episode was Dwayne Capizzi. He was a um, producer and writer in a lot of Disney shows around this era, along with shows like Men in Black and a whole bunch of Transformer shows. He's still working. He's actually... Um, working on the new Carmen Sandiego show that's on Netflix. I know my wife's watched that. It's pretty good. And he was, uh, eventually I'm going to tell the story. He was the producer of the original version of Bonkers, the uh, before it got retooled. And I want to tell that story someday, but now isn't the time. <laughs> and it was written by one of my favorite Darkwing writers named Steve Roberts, and he only wrote three episodes. Uh, He wrote a lot of different shows, Aladdin, Tailspin, Men in Black again, House of Mouse, Timon and Pumbaa. His other two Disney Darkwing shows, I mean, were Adopticon, which I know you don't like all that much, but I absolutely love, (laughs) and the original Negaduck episode. Hey, there you go. So between this one, Adopticon, and Negaduck, only three episodes, but I put all three of those pretty highly, especially Negaduck. And to know he had a hand in writing the first Negaduck show... That's pretty big. So he didn't do a lot of episodes, but he's definitely one of my favorite writers. So let's pick up with the story. Okay. Well, you know, the episode starts off with um, there's three. I don't think they're junior woodchucks, are they? Wouldn't it have been cool if they were? Yeah, but... they, it, it doesn't say if they are. So I'm going to just say they're not because they didn't have the raccoon tail on the back. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're they're camping and one of them's telling the story. And then uh, the terror that flaps in the night pops up in the middle of their story. Yep, this is the um, this is when we get his first ent- his only entrance in the episode. This one is um, I am the moth that seeks your porch light. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny. Oh yeah, and he he goes in to tell him um, a story, uh, basically about the uh, vampire potato. And, yeah, he you know, he has to tell him a story because he's lost. Yeah, he's lost, and they're gonna give him directions. You know, well, didn't he try to take one of the kids' compass at the beginning? He, he wants their compass. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he decides to tell them a story so they'll cooperate with him. Mm-hmm. And then he gets into the story, and it, it starts off with um, it starts off with him actually telling them who his true identity is. But, of course, he doesn't say that's my true identity. He says, uh, no, 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 he's st- I'm, I'm sorry, I skipped the spot, didn't I? Did he start off with uh, Bushroot, or did he go yeah, to Drake? Yeah, we, we start with uh, Bushroot. Okay, he starts off with Bushroot. He starts and, off with Bushroot. And what I like about the way he started off with Bushroot, we get Spike back. Yeah, this is we're not going to see Spike for a while after this, but it's, so it's nice to see him again. Yeah, it's going to be a long time before Spike comes back. Um, of course, voiced by Frank Welker. A bunch of voices in this episode he does. Mm-hmm. Um, and Spike's a bit more fleshed out now. He's actually more of Bushroot's assistant. He like makes these little – he talks a little bit. 
Um, it's cool to see him. I like Spike. I wish he was in more episodes, honestly. Yeah, yeah and uh, so basically Bushroot is trying to create a female plant for him to marry, to fall in love with. And uh, so he sends Spike to get the ingredients, which was fluoride and uh, posy blossom. Yeah, posy blossoms. <laughs> the uh, that's that's the big one. That's what he needs the most. And he's yeah. envisioning this like big sexy flower in his mind. Yeah, you get to see it. It's it's hilarious because like you you're thinking that's what he's gonna get until you see Spike screw something up. <laughs> mm-hmm. He grabs the potato starch. Yeah, he grabs the potato starch because he broke the the posy blossom. Yeah, he drops the vial. Yeah. So then uh, Bushroot pours in the the potato starch in there, and we get a potato, a big potato plant that comes out. <laughs> yeah, Posey the giant vampire potato. I love this design. Mm-hmm. Like, it's threatening, but it also looks really bored. And her wedding <laughs> dress doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah, you just, and it stays on her the entire episode. Just, yeah. just little bits and pieces of it. Yeah, so Bushroot decides that, uh, you know what, opposites may, they say opposites attract, let's go for it. You know, I'm going to try to marry her, still fall in love with her. Man, Bushroot's pathetic. That's why I love him, but he's pathetic, man. But <laughs> And you know, I wrote my notes here. This is the start of Bushroot being a complete jerk. Like, the first episode, Beauty and the Beat, he's misguided, but he isn't a jerk. Here, he's like going on and on about companionship. But he's so mean to Spike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, after that, we go to Goslin comes running down the stairs, and she breaks the greatest news Drake could ever hear. The, the Muddlefoots are moving. <laughs> he's dancing on the table and everything. The singing the song. Are moving. Yeah, he's excited. Yeah. Um, so the Muddlefoots, I... I know it's uh everybody says I hate the Muddlefoots, but I love the Muddlefoots. I think they're such great characters, especially Herb. But you're supposed to hate them. That's why you love them, you know? That's yeah. Um, <laughs> over time, I think they do more with Herb that you just kind of gotta love them. You, you're not you're not really hating them at a certain point. Early on, though, yeah, he's really obnoxious. But yeah. I think um, Jim does such a great job with that voice. Mm-hmm. Like, he's basing the voice on an actor named Andy Devine, who um, you may, if you follow, if you watch old Disney movies, you may remember him as Friar Tuck from the original Disney version of Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what Jim is going for. If Have you ever seen Roger Rabbit? Yes. Uh, Jim voiced one of, um, uh, what's his name, um, Eddie Valiant's uh, Bullets. Oh, okay. in, that, in that exact same Herb Muddlefoot voice. Oh, wow. I did not know that. I got to yeah. rewatch it real right. Next time you watch it, when he opens the case of bullets and one of them starts talking, you can say, hey, that's, that's Herb. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's Jim. And okay. so, he's, so he's Herb. And we all know what Jim did. We don't have to go back into his, uh, yeah. his resume again. And then who played Tank? Tank. Oh, man. Tank. He was voiced by Dana Hill. Uh, rest um, in peace. If you don't follow cartoons, you will probably know her best as Audrey Griswold from National Lampoon's European Vacation. Mm-hmm. But um, most people know her as Max from Goof Troop. Yeah, the 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 cartoon series, not the movie, right? Yeah, after, yeah, she didn't play Max after the uh, after the cartoon series. She was also on Duckman. She voiced Jerry in the Tom and Jerry movie, as terrible as that was, and. She passed away in 1996. She was only 32. 
Yeah, so young, man. Very, very young. So, you know, rest in peace, Dana Hill. And um, so she's Tank. Tank isn't all that much of a character, but, you know, he was created to just give some conflict in the, in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And they they actually let him go when, when Tad Stones realized he wasn't necessary anymore. But um, anyway, he's Tank. He's a bully. Not, <laughs> you know, he's, that's all he really is. That's all he's ever going to be. And then we have Binky. Mm-hmm. The, the Binky. mother. Yes, Binky the mom. She is voiced by Susan Tolsky. Sweet um, voice. Very sweet voice. Um, she was on a lot of uh, 70s and 80s uh, you know, guest roles on shows like Bewitched and Quincy and Barney Miller. And looking at her, um, looking at her body of work, it seems like she hasn't done any voice acting in well over a decade. She's probably retired. Yeah. Uh, she was on Bobby's World, Pepper Ann, um, a whole bunch of Disney shows, but she hasn't done anything since about 2005, six. Mm-hmm. So she must have retired. Still alive, but definitely retired. So there's a Muddlefoots, uh, her, Binky, Tank, and of course Honker. Yep, voiced by Katie. But are they moving? No, they're not moving. But no, Drake is anywhere. out there helping. He's throwing the couches in there and everything. <laughs> it's but hilarious. As Herb says, we never move away from you, Drake Meister. Yeah, I love what Drake says first, though. He's like, so where are you moving to? Alaska, Maine, Mars? <laughs> yeah. He just did a bane of his existence. <laughs> oh, man, it's hilarious because I've noticed just in general in real life, when it's time to move, that's when your friends don't answer because they don't, oh, my phone was cut off. I had no signal. Uh-huh. But, but Drake was like, he was there. He was everywhere throwing stuff in. He was ready to get him out of there. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen an episode about how he met them. Mm-hmm. Like, when he went house hunting with Goslin at the end of Darkly Dawn's The Duck, I would have loved to have seen what happened when he moved in and met those guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, the muddle. Um, so um, Goslin goes along because they're just going camping because yeah. she wants to catch Big Webfoot. Mm-hmm. Like she wants to be rich and famous by catching this guy. And um, I think this is like an episode where I feel like Goslin has really come into her own. Like she's she's just gung-ho with the butterfly net and roping Honker into her scheme just to catch him and be famous. Yeah. She's great in this one. Yeah. And then uh, Dark, well, yeah, Darkwing goes oh, as Drake. He goes back home and he's watching the news and it's been reported that um, – Bushroot has stolen, uh, has robbed a fabric store. <laughs> and um, just to point out now this, I didn't think it was going to happen this soon because I had forgotten. This is our first appearance of Tom Lockjaw. Mm-hmm. Um, the basically um, Darkwing's version of, um, what's his name, Kent Brockman from The Simpsons. He's voiced by S. Scott Bullock. I think I mentioned him a couple of episodes ago. Um, it's funny how many times this character appears and no one talks about him. I know, right? That is true. Because like it's so he's, brief, you know? But he's but he, every time a TV news report comes on, it's Tom Lockjaw. They're consistent with that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just he's – I think he can be pretty funny. They just don't use him enough to really get a, ha- a hang of who he is. Mm-hmm. But I like him. I like that they actually have a character for the news reporter, you know? And, yeah. And like, and, like, one guy doing that voice. They could have been – they could have been, you know, lazy with it, but they're not. And um, so Bushroot's um, – what is he robbing? Fabric King? Yeah. Fabric King. <laughs> and uh, he's in there. He can't decide on which type of fabric to buy. He's asking the sales lady who he has tied up. Yeah. And then, what, uh, he, <laughs> what does your bride look like? 
He's a potato. <laughs> Yeah, and then Darkwing pops up with Launchpad, and uh, he does the lines of suck gas evildoers. Right. But it doesn't work on Bushroot. Nope. Uh, gas has no effect on Bushroot. Mm-mm. And uh, Bushroot gets uh, gets away by scratching dandruff, but it's not dandruff. <laughs> Launchpad thought it was. Yeah, it was pollen. <laughs> it was pollen, and remember that. It comes back later. Mm-hmm. Uh, they set it up. Yeah, so he gets away. He gets away by riding a patch of grass like a magic carpet. Yeah. No, no. I, I wanted to ask you this. I, I must have missed it or something or forgot. What happened to the rat catcher? Because they were chasing him with the rat catcher. They crash into a hamburger hippo. Oh, there you go. That's where all the hamburger. Okay, you're right. Now yeah, I remember. Ha- hamburger hippo's back. Yeah, hamburger hippo's back. And then they got a hitchhike. They uh, a hitchhike. Yep. Who do they hitchhike with? With Dwayne. Dwayne, and he's voiced by Frank Welker. Oh, yeah, the goat, man. Now, Mike, man, uh, this scene reminds me a lot of uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I was, or I, Big ha- Top I wrote this down, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, Large Marge. Yeah, it reminds me so much of that scene where they were riding with, <laughs> with uh, Dwayne. They, and they <laughs> do a really great job making this kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know the music is great. These shadows are great. It's like, this guy's a this guy's a freak. Like, oh yeah. They don't. He could kill them. Who knows what he's gonna do? He's got the frozen aliens back there in the truck. Yeah. He he sounds like a like a bayou redneck or something. You know, like from deep deep south. And he's got the straw and then the straw hat on. He, he got the, he's he's spitting. Uh huh. He's spitting over there. You know his, his accent. <laughs> yeah, I I love the the voice Frank Welker does on him. He's yeah. just a good old country boy. <laughs> but the story he tells them in that ride is very, very important. Right. It's because they almost get run off the road by Posey. Mm-hmm. And that's when he starts talking about uh, vampires. Yeah. And um, and it's funny. I, I love the line. Red Tater, you can reason with them. Russets <laughs> are just plain mean. <laughs> I love it. Like, it's funny how he knows which potatoes are bad. Yeah. And um, do you know how you defeat a vampire potato? Uh, he says that the type of plant that you need. You uh, have to say potato backwards by shaking a Lyceum nicanthropus plant. I didn't <laughs> look, but I'm not sure if that's a real plant or not. I should have looked. <laughs> yeah, Probably but that, not. <laughs> but that scene reminded me so much of that Pee Wee movie, man. It, it really did. Oh, my God. That freaked me out as a kid. <laughs> that one bit with large Marge. But uh, hey, Mike, where did he drop them off at? Right at another hamburger hippo. <laughs> and Darkwing's like, man, they're everywhere. <laughs> he says he hopes he doesn't run into any more Dwaynes. Yeah. And he does run into more Dwaynes, a whole bunch of rednecks. Yeah. And uh, they think he's a vampire. They think Dark, poor Darkwing's a vampire. So they want to run their own test. Yeah, just to run down the list, you got Zeke. He's the bulldog. He's voiced by Scott Bullock. There's... um. Jake wearing the red overalls, he's also voiced by Bullock. And then you have Zach in the green overalls, and he's Jim. Okay. So, you know, just to get them all out of the way, you got Zeke. Oh, I didn't realize Jim did that voice. Yep. He sounds like a hillbilly bonkers, basically. Okay. That's how I I figured it out. And (laughs) um, so you think Darkwing's a vampire, and there's that line, and it's so great, when when Zeke flicks the the match and goes, Zach, get the diesel. The diesel. (laughs) I, I love it. It's like the line of the episode. <laughs> yeah. So they're man. about to kill him, put a stake right through his heart. 
And thankfully, Goslin shows up because we skipped a whole bunch of stuff with Goslin. Yeah, with the Muddlefoot, well, Tank was already possessed. Tank was the first one who got possessed by the vampire. Yeah, because he was trying to freak Goslin and Honker out by dressing up as Big Webfoot, and Posey got him. Mm-hmm. And then Posey gets uh, Herb and Binky, too. Yeah. So Goslin the- shows up to say, you know, Darkwing isn't the vampire. There's a, there's a real vampire, but the hillbillies aren't buying it. They got to do some vampire tests. Yeah. One of the tests was hilarious. The, those red peppers. Oh, my goodness. That was so hilarious. <laughs> this, is a, this is a runner with Darkwing. They're always doing jokes that he can't take spicy food. <laughs> yeah. And, and then uh, after, he, uh, after they perform all the tests on him, uh, Launchpad gets possessed. He's yeah, next. yeah. Well, they stopped doing the test because Darkwing mentions Dwayne. Yeah, that's true. D- and Dwayne yeah. had told him to mention him if he runs into some other people. Mm-hmm. So that's why they that's why they leave him alone. Dwayne, you know Dwayne. <laughs> well, like this with his fingers crossed. Oh, and yeah. um, so Darkwing doesn't believe there's a vampire potato, and Goslin, of course, as she always is, is 100% right. Mm-hmm. So, so they, he sends Launchpad into the bushes. Poor Launchpad, he didn't deserve that. No, he really didn't. <laughs> Cause Darkwing didn't want to go himself, man. He was like, go check it out. And he was like, Launchpad was so scared, and Darkwing so tough. He was, he was supposed to go check, you know. And they don't even notice when he gets grabbed. <laughs> and he starts <laughs> eating the bag of potato chips, and <laughs> but that's Launchpad. That's what he does. So, you mm-hmm. know, who questions it? Yeah. So what happens after that, Mike? So they go back to the Muddlefoot's campsite. And they're just sitting there on the couch, eating potato chips with roots growing out of their hair, watching a test pattern. <laughs> but they're watching a test pattern. Great. Mm-hmm. Maybe they understand <laughs> the plot. <laughs> I love it. And um, because if you get bitten by the vampire potato, you get this craving for starchy food. Yeah. And that's all they're doing, just eating potato chips. And then Posey shows up. And I love, I love the relationship here between Darkwing and Goslin. He's getting strangled by this potato, and Goslin's running back and forth to the camper, trying to find something to help him with. And she shows up with a potato peeler. Yeah. <laughs> dark with, like, a potato peeler? <laughs> and what's great is, um, I'll, I'll just go ahead and mention the animation. This is another episode uh, that was done by Sun Woo. I mentioned them in Beauty and the Beat. They did Getting Antsy, too, but I didn't mention that, because a lot of their work is doesn't really merit a lot of discussion. But this is one of the later episodes they did, and it looks really good. But this scene here where Darkwing's getting attacked and Goslin's coming out with the potato peeler and he's giving her these looks, the animation's so goofy. There's lots of like great funny drawings like of Darkwing as he's getting, he's getting choked and she's coming in with the potato peeler. I mean, it's not much, but it's really funny. At least I think so. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're, um, then Bushroot shows up. Yeah, he's back, finally. <laughs> finally, where have you been, Bushroot? <laughs> yeah, he's back, and he thinks Darkwing stole his girl. Because yeah, from his point of view, it looks like Darkwing's getting getting it on with her. Yeah, because <laughs> she has them all wrapped up around, you know. And uh, he jumps to conclusions. Yep, and he and comes with a was it a lawnmower, a riding lawnmower? A lawnmower, and he should know better than that after what happened last time. I know, right? <laughs> and uh, Darkwing goes down a was it gopher a gopher hole? A gopher yeah. hole, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then Bushroot ends up driving right into Posey yeah. and uh, doesn't hurt her. And uh, <laughs> Goslin comes back with, I think it's a frying pan. Yeah. <laughs> so and, helpful. Uh, so helpful, yeah. Goslin. 
<laughs> and Darkwing started tying her roots up uh, in the gopher holes. She had there were like three different holes, and he tied her up in there. Yeah, he was quick. Yeah. And um, so uh, they have to figure out how to beat her. And just randomly, the direction here is strange. So Darkwing's like, "What kind of plant was that?" And just Bush randomly says, "Lysium nicanthropus," and it's just okay. All right, we have to get there somehow. So Bushroot mentions that, mm-hmm. and um. So Darkwing and Goslin grab and they start shaking them. Yep, and, they, and, they, and they start screaming, O-T-Top, O-T-Top, O-T-Top. But nothing yeah. happens. Yeah, they said it potatoed backwards, but not that's not the way they were supposed to say it. But when they say potato backwards, then something happens. So they have <laughs> to say, potato backwards, potato backwards, potato backwards. And, <laughs> then it, and then it works. Yep. And then she shrinks back into a little tuber. And, and Gosselin asked him, how did he know that was going to work? <laughs> some crackpot named Dwayne told me. <laughs> yeah. But Bushroot's still angry. Oh, yeah. And Darkwing invites somebody to, to go after Bushroot. Yeah, because Bushroot pulls out a bazooka. <laughs> Bushroot's not playing around. Mm-mm. Bushroot scorned isn't a pretty thing. <laughs> and uh, so he calls his buddies. And... Uh, Zeke comes back, lights the match, and he says... Your favorite line. Go for it. Get the diesel fuel. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. They chase Bush Root away, and uh, at least doesn't get pulverized in this episode. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah, man. It, it was a good episode. I, I, I enjoyed it. You know, it's, it was kind of like a Night of the Living Dead. Definitely. Uh, yeah. Night of the Living Dead mixed with a, a certain stuff. Uh, Pee-wee, you know, was it Pee-wee's Big Adventure? I can't not remember which was, Pee-wee Herman movie. It was Pee-wee's Big Adventure. The only one that actually matters. <laughs> okay, th- that was the Tim Burton one. That's that yes. was the only one I like. Okay. Yes, that was a that's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a great horror spoof. Like it's funny. It has a great atmosphere to it too. Yeah. I mean, it's our first. If we're going by air date order, it's our first episode with the Muddlefoots. That's important. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's nice. We're not gonna get an episode that's this far into the production line for a while still. Okay. So after this, we're going to talk about a lot more early ones, which aren't as strong, but this one stands out because it's really well, it's really well written. Okay. I like, the, I like this one a lot. How, how many gas gun canisters will you give this episode? I'm going to go with a solid three gas gun canisters. Mm-hmm. It's it's definitely not the best, but it's definitely one of the better Bushroot episodes de- for sure. And as far as the horror episode goes, there's a few better than this, but this one's still pretty good. So three is. Nice middle of the road for me. Okay. I, I'm going to give it three and a half. I, I really enjoyed the episode. I love the cameos. Uh, I love Dwayne. I love the the hamburger. Um, the hamburger. Oh, what can I not think hamburger of? Hippo. I, I yeah. Hamburger Hippo. I love yeah. Hamburger Hippo. Hamburger Hippo. Uh, Posey. Okay. Well, I, I don't want to talk about Posey because we got to rate her. Uh, we're not going to rate Bushroot on this one. No. Already, yeah. Um, I like it. It's funny. You get the muddlefoots. You get Tank being a bully. Tank reminds me of uh, the brother from Home Alone. <laughs> oh, him. Yeah. What was his yeah. name? Uh, Bud. Was it Bud? Buzz. 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 Yeah. It was Buzz. Yeah. And then, you know, the muddlefoots remind me a lot of Married with Children, you know, the Darcy's. <laughs> a little <laughs> you know? bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that that's what it kind of reminds me of. And, you know, so I, overall, I really like this episode. It's, it's a fun one. It's It's definitely a good one. I like it a lot. Okay, how many gas gun canisters would you give Posey? 
Posey, I have to rate Posey against all the other monsters that have shown up on this show. And I'd say she's one of the more iconic ones because all you have to do is say vampire potato, and that's all you need. You mm-hmm. know exactly what episode we're talking about. Yeah. So I really have, I'll give her a four. Oh, four wow. Gas, four gas gun canisters because she stands out. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and, uh, okay. I'm, I'm going to give her three and a half. She's fun. Uh, you know, she she's not a, a villain you could that could like keep coming back, but for a filler episode, I like her. She's good. Yeah. And um did you know that the Boom comics bring her and Dwayne back? Oh no. I would no. love I gotta read that. The last two not the Boom, I am so sorry. The Joe Books comics, the last eight last eight issues that Joe Books did. The last two issues of that um run was a story arc mm-hmm. that brought uh Posey back. Okay. And it and it was narrated by Dwayne. Yeah. And a few other characters from certain Bushroot episodes come back too. I won't spoil any more than that. You should definitely read it. Okay. Yeah, man, definitely. You know, I, I like Posey. And then, you know, we, we mentioned Dwayne. I, I I know Spike's not on there long, but I enjoy when Spike's on there, man. Spike you know? makes a good sidekick to Bushroot. <laughs> yeah, he really does, man. <laughs> yeah, it's like I said, it's a shame we're not going to see much more of him for a while. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Mike, man, anything else you want to say about this episode before we start no. wrapping it up? That really is a good one. You know, it's out of the, the the first week of Disney afternoon episodes. You know, this one, Beauty and the Beat, Getting Antsy, and the two that we're going to do next. Uh, this is the best out of the five of them. Definitely, without a doubt. Okay. And do you know what episodes we're reviewing next? Yeah, um, yeah I do. It's one of my least favorites, unfortunately. It's, um, it's Apes of Wrath. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... You know, this I mean, we'll we'll definitely get into it more, but I have like a bottom five of Darkwing episodes, and if if this isn't in the bottom five, it's mm-hmm. definitely close. But we'll discuss it next time. Okay. So Mike, man, where can the fans reach you, man? Mike Russo on Facebook. Okay. All I have to say at this point. <laughs> All right, I'm Will Santana also on Facebook. Uh make sure y'all like our Facebook page, the St. Canard Files of Darkwing Duck Podcast. Uh at the time of this recording, Mike, we're like at 210, I think, likes. And we actually gained 20 uh, subs on the podcast in 48 hours, man. Not bad at all, really. Yep. And uh, I just created the Instagram page for the um, for the podcast. Uh, I just started. We only got like four or five followers and uh, following maybe 50, 60 people. So oh, I just... Yeah, it'll grow. You know, me and Mike said we're not big Instagram guys, but we'll try to go on there our best and, you know, keep it updated, you know? Yeah, in the meantime, um, follow the Facebook page, too. Every so often we'll post something interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, newspaper clippings, magazine covers, screenshots of interesting things, you short YouTube videos. You never know what we're going to post. Oh, yeah. And, and this episode, um, the day before it comes out, you'll have already seen uh, Character of the Week. So get ready for that. That'll be Posey. Oh, okay. Posey. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we are, well, I'm saving Bushroot for later when we get to an episode where I have no other characters. So okay. we'll, we'll get to Bushroot. But for okay. now, we'll do Posey. Okay, that's fine. All right, Mike. Well, hey, man. Uh, I guess we're going to wrap it up for this episode. And uh, you guys, make sure y'all stay dangerous out there. Yep. Have a good night. Good night, y'all.